Hey, hey, y'all. Hey, hey, y'all. This one is explicit. Hello, Jessica. What's up, Elsie? How's it going? I feel like I feel like I haven't recorded with you in a month. I know, but you know what? We did chat on Monday. That's why, because literally two days earlier, and I feel like I haven't talked to you in so long. It was like a good conversation we had. It was good. I'm feeling kind of, I'm feeling a little bit more together. <laughs> oh, you mean because you and I talked this Monday? Well, yeah, you and I talked this Monday. I didn't record. Yeah, but we didn't. Yes, we I didn't. agree with that. You know. We should really record. I, we really, I think that would be good extra bonus, bonus material somewhere. as if we recorded our business sessions but sadly they only happen like once every six weeks yeah they do because because <laughs> they're, they're supposed to happen you know, once a week yeah i think it, they don't always they're supposed to yes but i think that there's often times when we have to work like well yeah it seems like we have to work instead of talk about the stuff that we're doing yes so. it's anyway. just more prudent it's stupid to be like okay you're working on this i'm working on this okay bye yeah it's just dumb <laughs> So, yeah, we wait until I have stuff I need to talk to Elsie about. And she has stuff she wants to talk to me about. Yeah. We did this time. And so we did. We should record so them, it was really good. Speaking of what we were talking about, though, let's – should we tell them? Yeah. Should we tell the tell people? Tell them. Go <laughs> ahead, Elsie. Break the news. Well, oh, my God. We have kind of focused in on the venue for our podcast movement gathering slash – It's going to be a brunch. A brunch. A brunch. And we are so excited. I can't even tell you we are so excited. So we are going to be having it at Carnival. Is that how you say it? Carnival? Carnival. 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 It's it's an incredibly lovely restaurant that matches our branding. (laughs) It's really the only reason we chose it was because it matched our branding perfectly. And then come to find out they are amazing. Yes, they are. And they have incredible food. Um, it, it it's just everything just aligned about that place. So we're mm-hmm. really, really excited about it. It's not going to be anything crazy. Like you're not going to go over there and then start to be learning so much extra stuff because it is the day after podcast movement, movement is over. This is really about having fun and being together and mm-hmm. having a live She Podcasts episode recorded for your entertainment purposes. <laughs> so what I was thinking was we're going to have brunch. Maybe we'll have some party music and then every once in a while we'll do a giveaway and then we'll do our live show and then maybe we'll have more giveaways and then we'll have more music and food. And food. And lovely people. What do we think about that? It's going to be amazing. Are you sad that you're not learning anything? You know what? You'll be learning the first three days you're there in Chicago. Um, And so we felt like... Maybe we don't need to teach you something this time. Also, we have a QA. So if you really wanted to learn something from us, come ask us questions at our QA. Otherwise, we can just chit chat and have fun because that's the thing I felt like we were missing last year. Absolutely. Is to like just have fun with one another and schmooze. So this year it's all schmooze. Yeah. What I was telling Jess when we were talking about it is like I envision this being like a wedding reception. But yeah. without the wedding, it's just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we just walk Love around it. and talk with everybody. <laughs> It's so great. <laughs> it's like I our wedding it. reception, but without getting married. Although we could get married. Maybe we could. We should make that part of the agenda. That could be part of the agenda. 
Well, anyway, we are going to have giveaways and raffles, maybe some like sessions with us and other products and services. And in fact, if you want to donate one of those, if you're listening and you're a potential sponsor for this event, um, just get in contact with us, info at shepodcast.com, because we are going to be taking sponsors and probably have swag bag where you could put your logo or put stuff in the bag. We have stuff to give away, tons of stuff to give away yep. already. Absolutely. Um, and we know you want it. We, I know. So. so you guys need to go to shepodcast.com slash PM16. PM16. The early bird price is up right now. It's $50. Yeah. To go. So, so that should um, be fantastic for all the stuff that we're offering there. And, you know, don't delay. Please do this. And I think it's a for us, it would be just a, an embedding of the community, being able to to commune with one another. And get to know each other in a different level, and just I don't, I don't know. I've been really jonesing for something like this, where it's kind of like low key. There isn't anything that you have to do other than to be with each other and have some yummy food. How about that? So awesome! I'm so excited! Yay! All right! Yay! PM sixteen. PM sixteen. So shepodcast.com. PM sixteen. Sign it up right away. So why don't we just jump on to some audio feedback? That we got. Yes. The very first the very Sweet. first audio feedback this person has ever sent in their entire lives was to us. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> I was very flattered by that, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I love that. Believe me, that takes like a lot. And I'm just so excited that uh, she took action. And, and it takes a lot. But you know what? I'm sure when you guys hear this, you're going to want to get your voice on as well. So let's he- hear from Alaya. Or Aaliyah, 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 Aaliyah. Hello, Jess and Elsie. Does anyone ever call you Jelsie? I feel like if anyone tried to do that, Jess would definitely put the smack down on them. (laughs) Anyhow, you guys are amazing, and I just wanted to let you know that I have been learning so much from you and have been so inspired by both of you since I started creeping on you a few months ago. Um, I have been thinking about starting a podcast, and my roommate, Lisa... The fabulous Lisa of Pop Fashion turned me on to you guys, and now I'm definitely going to be launching my podcast by this summer and most likely going to be using your school, podcasting school for women to make that happen. All very exciting. Um, But the reason I'm sending this feedback is because there were so many things about this week's episode that I absolutely loved, starting with Jess calling DJ Khaled a moron while simultaneously complimenting his expert use of Snapchat. I lost my shit. I was laughing so hard. You are so hilarious, Jess. And Elsie from now a yoga studio owner, but once also a yoga teacher who was juggling many, many hats. Everything you said about not being able to teach right now and how hard that is for you, I get it. And I hope that you can find a way to work a little bit of teaching into your life. And I hope that you're also still working with a teacher because you know, I'm sure better than anyone that us teachers are the ones who need the practice the most. Um, so just a little bit of yo geeking out with you there. And finally, I loved the discussion about mindfulness in everyday life. I loved hearing it from both of your perspectives. I love that you talk about stuff like that on your show. So just know that you two are so inspiring and so freaking smart, and I'm learning so much from you. And thank you for that. Oh, and my name is Alia. <laughs> Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much, Aaliyah, for that. That was so nice of you, sweetie. Yes. And, and nice. she she did the Jelsea mention. What do you think about that, Jess? 
the gel stain. I mean, it's so clever, but we I actually did think of <laughs> I did think of it myself. I've called us she thought I would bitch slap whoever said that. But the truth <laughs> is like I kind of thought of it. I just haven't really said it a lot. But I have mentioned it to friends, you know, that we do have some reservations about forever being jealousy, but I don't oh, yeah. mind for certain things. No, but that remember you had that happen out of your mouth while we were I don't remember what we were doing. Yeah, we were that's recording. right. I said jealousy yeah. by accident. <laughs> and I was like, what? I definitely don't mind it. So, and we love to be creeped up on. We love to be creeping. We love to have you guys creeping and binging on us. We love, we love Yeah. So, um, oh, and big shout out to Lisa from Pop pa- Fashion. Oh my gosh. Because I'm so excited about that. So, so excited about that. Thank you for sharing us. And um, yes. just to let you know, I am, you know, teaching a little bit. I have a private client that hey. is, has been coming up here to uh, do some yoga with me, which is great. So I have been getting really, dude, I am so wound up after I'm done with those private clients that it's insane. So with I'm just like, just about to burst with, with excitement after, because I don't get a chance to teach anymore. So I get wound up and excited after I'm done. I'm so ready to, for more. Um, so I, I'm getting that. And I, you know, in terms of my own personal studies, I have been getting on the mat, which is actually the number one thing that I feel most of yoga practitioners have a problem with is practicing themselves and being embodied and, and doing what they're teaching. So I'm focusing on that. And I'm a huge fan of Kate Stillman and all her work in Ayurveda. So I follow her very, very much. And I do as many as much as her, of her training as, as I possibly can, as well as listen to her podcast, which is jam-packed. So I feel that at this moment, Kate is sort of my teacher and uh, I am looking forward to doing a little bit more learning here very, very soon, but mm-hmm. I haven't decided where. So awesome. thank you for aligning with me. And the reason she asked is because she's got her own yoga studio, eastsideyogadc.com. So you guys can go check it. Those of you on DC, you can go listen to or, or see the woman behind the voice <laughs> that you just heard. Right on. So, right on. Yeah, Bubby. And we can't wait for you to start podcasting because you have a lovely voice, love. Yes. So we have, let's go ahead. Do you want to talk a little bit about our sponsor for today? Nah. Nah. (laughs) Just kidding. Let's not. Okay. Let's talk about Miss Natalie Ekdahl. Okay. So Natalie Ekdahl of Biz Chis Pac. Oh my God. I know. Really? Biz Chicks. It's very hard. I have to say, it's very hard. Your tongue can sometimes go to sleep when you're saying Biz Chicks. Biz Chicks. I think that would be a really great way to warm up your voice. Actually. You know what? Natalie does a do a really good job of a nun. She must be like an enunci- like a, a, a crisp enunciator. A crisp. Which makes her a good podcaster, but like she never stumbles over Biz Chicks. Well, it's her brand. I'm Biz sure it has. Biz, Biz chicks. chicks. Anyway, Biz chicks. now that I've said it nine times, you'll have it embedded in your brain because yes. that's the rule for advertising. So Biz Chicks. Okay. We are still excited and definitely encouraging you to sign up for the mastermind that Natalie Ekdahl of Biz Chicks podcast is putting together for more advanced 
aka not just launching podcasters. Um, it is not a group coaching program. So she's not coaching anyone. You just take action on moving steps forward. So it's purpose is to make you feel not alone in the podcasting journey. It's also purpose is to give you outsider's perspective. So she likes to put together groups of people that don't necessarily fit or have that much in common so that you can see things from an outsider's point of view. And I didn't know this, but did you know that Emily, Emily, that Natalie has like an MBA in team and organizational development? No, not when when I read her stuff. I was like, oh, now it all makes sense. It all makes sense. I She's know. actually taken classes, master level classes at putting people together that will work well as a team. So if this appeals to you and you want a group of people to sort of give you feedback and ideas and advice and guide you along and you guide them along because you're smart too, then please check out bizchicks.com forward slash she podcast and say it with me, bizchicks. Bizchicks. And it's really, I think that one of the key aspects too is if, you know, if you've been waiting or if there's ideas that you've had in your head that you really want to implement or you're, you know, you, you do have sort of like a vision for what the next steps are for your podcast and you don't quite know how you're going to do it either by yourself or you keep on slacking because that tends to happen. Yeah. Doing, committing yourself to something like this is going to to propel you and keep the momentum moving forward. Mm -hmm. There's something incredible about that stuff. And also when people get to know you in this kind of a level, you do have sort of like I can't say for life because well, but, but, well, my masterminders that I that I worked with for like over a year, even though we don't keep in touch, as in like we're constantly touching base with one another and everything, I know that if I ever needed anything, they would be there for me. Like I know that if I need help with very specific things, I can very easily call them, email them, you know, message them, whatever, and get their support. So. Keep that in mind as well, because that momentum is not going to, it's not going to falter, right? Yay. Right. La la. All right. La, so, la la la. La 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 la. Let's go ahead and move into a little bit of news. A little bit of news first. Just a little bit. Just a little bit of news, and then we're gonna, actually we have a lot of news to talk. We about. We actually do. You know what? What we're going to do? I, I'm going to move some news back to the news, and I'm going to just focus on tool tips right now because that way I can, I can. Get yeah, them out yeah. of the way really quickly. Okay, so here's some Elsie's tool tips for y'all. Elsie's tool tips. We're having a tool time. Tool tips. Tool tips. So this is a really interesting little contraption. Very, very simple. It's a $20 thing. It's a MacBook power adapter add-on. Okay, so if you have a MacBook, or I, I would say, I'm assuming that this any kind of MacBook, MacBook Air, MacBook Pro, whatever, uh, and what's really cool about this little thing is that it solves a very specific problem. I don't know if you guys have ever, you know, and MacBooks have that big old like square thing that you stick into the wall that just juts out. And there are many times when the little plug on the wall, it's kind of like it's either too heavy, those plugs sometimes, like the, the whole thing falls out, some of the older plugs. And the other thing that tends to happen with those plugs is that if you have a piece of furniture like there, you have to pull the furniture out in order to plug the thing in. And it's kind of annoying because it's really bulky. So this little thing is a $20 adapter that you kind of add to that little part that you can remove off of the block. If you own any any Mac products at all, like if you have like an iPad 
or if you even have the charger for the battery pack, you'll see that there is one little area that you can remove from that that is kind of like the same little thing that plugs into the wall. So what you do is you remove that little white area and you stick this new adapter. And what it does is that instead of having the big block jut out completely, it is flat into the wall so Mm -hmm. that it solves the space, you know, it's that solves a space problem and it solves your ability to perhaps use some of these things that you haven't been able to because it keeps jutting out. Yeah. It drives me bananas. Here's my question, though. Why don't you just take the entire cord so that you have the three-prong Jackie and then you don't need the big box? Oh, right. There is that one, too, because that's really Because well, it comes with the computer. Yeah, it comes with the computer. But see, here's longer. the thing. Usually, this is what happens when I'm taking it somewhere. So it's on a yeah. travel mode. So if I am oh. going to, I don't know, a hotel room or something like that, or if I'm traveling with, like, let's say I go into town. Every Tuesday and Thursdays, I go into town, and I always take my computer with me because I do a little bit of work here and there. Um, usually, I go into the library, and I plug it into the wall there. But if I were taking that gigantic cord, that means I would have extra things. That cord is huge, dude. That other white know, cord but is really big. I guess so, I was just thinking like, I mean, honestly, until I got a new computer, I forgot that they even came apart, the two cords together, because I never t- used just the block because it's too short all the time. Right. It's never long enough. I usually just take it when I'm traveling. So for, for me, when I'm traveling or if I'm taking like what happens is I have the white part, you know, the big white cord thing. I have that upstairs. And then when I go downstairs... If I have to charge it downstairs, I'll take the smaller cord. I'll unplug mm-hmm. it and put it up there because there is no other place to go. Mind you, there are times when uh, there is no three-prong pluggy thing on the wall. That also happens. That's mm-hmm. also a thing. So that's why I don't use it. But I think that this is a great tool for being able to, to keep things kind of organized or a little bit less, uh, more accessible. Because I have had that happen where I stick the the block in the wall and it just falls off. It like just falls down. And I'm like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Um, because the, it's not the, you know, it's not my thing. It's just the, the plug is old or whatever. So that really helps it. All right. This next tool, this is a big shout out to Mignon Fogarty because she kind of brought it to my attention. And Hi, Mignon. Hi, Mignon. But this is really neat. Did you get a chance to see this, Jess? Yes, okay. I did. So it's this very is cool. called Ground Source. It's ground source. And I applied, by the way, Jess, for She Podcast. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I sent in because you have to get an invite. I know. I don't know what the deal is. So I did. I did it for She Podcast to see what's going on. So ground source is a really interesting sort of, I don't know, I guess service, what it is. And on the website, it says, stop serving, start listening. Your community is talking by embracing the simplicity and ubiquity of mobile messaging Ground source makes listening simple and scalable. Transform one-way communications into rich conversations, building a loyal, trusting community in the process. So basically, it's kind of like you get a phone number. When you apply to this thing, you get a phone number, and you're able to then ask people to text like something like yes or you know you, you know you've you've opted into getting messages from from certain services like i've done that for duke energy which is my electric uh company here for getting messages whenever the power is out which happens a lot over here so it's really easy for me to have them text message me when the power is going to be back on and i love that so ground source basically does that but not necessarily for just 
feature delays or something like that. But it's about asking the community for things. So uh, essentially, this is what it would be. We would be talking here with Jess about this stuff. And we would have a question come up, maybe when we were you know, planning the brunch or we wanted to talk about something like that. Or may, and we would say like, you guys, which, you know, what kind of food do you guys want? Do you want to have Mexican food or do you want to have Italian brunch? <laughs> you know, <laughs> which ones would you like? And call or text us at this number and we would give you the number and then you guys could easily just text us back whatever your response was, which I think is genius for gathering intel. Or possibly there are some things that they have here. I'm going to put another uh, article from Neiman Lab. They focused on them, and the, uh, the article's title is Ground Source is Trying to Help News Sites Build Community Through Text Message Conversations. And they have, a re- they have sort of like real live examples of how people are working with this source. And you can both text message, you can leave audio messages as far as I can see. And there's a component around surveys, which I'm not quite sure how it works yet because since I don't have it, I don't really know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what's really neat is that there was like there was like something that, let me, let me see if I can find, oh, the listening post in New Orleans. I think this is like one of the ones that really called my attention, And this is what the CEO said. He said, one great example is the listening post in New Orleans. They've used it for a couple of years to build a community-driven news service and are now communicating with 1,200 or more sources every week or two. They put signs up around the city with fun, cryptic, low-key ways of getting people to opt in. Everything from what are you having for dinner to why are you mad? And they're adding recording booths. Isn't that neat? It's pretty cool. Isn't it? And so in the process, they're getting information that for a journalistic organization is pure gold. They are getting validated sources who have provided a phone number, who are willing to be contacted, who are sharing information that's new and relevant on topics that are often difficult and problematic, whether it's gun violence, healthcare, or education, as an expression of what's possible with Grand Source, listening post is great. So I think that that's a really great idea to be able to get deep into, into our community, to be able to perhaps ask you guys, even at the simplest level, to send us more feedback, to send us easier feedback, because sending voice feedback does take a little bit of time for you. You have to record it. You have to make sure that you're okay with the recording. You have to put it out there. But if it was just a real quick phone call or text, hello, even if it's a yes or no message, we could send something out and say, like, what do you want, pink or blue? You know, (laughs) and then we could get a response right away. It would be so easy for us to do it, even in the group, to distill communications around the She Podcast group, to be able to get a core group of people who are really part of the community where we can really talk back and forth around either really simple issues like, you know, what color something is to something a little bit more in depth where we can really discuss about you know, the state of podcasting in certain places, what are the biggest, you know, issues that you're seeing right now that are challenging for either women or podcasters as a whole. So anyway, it's a great tool for you guys to check out. I've applied for it. So I can't, I can't really say whether or not we're going to be in quotes accepted. I think it's a beta program and they also have a pricing tier. So there's, there's a a free tier. There's like a, and then there's like three other tiers, which is it depends on how many people are in your community. So go check them out, groundsource.co. Hmm, very neat. All right, so now we're we ready to for the People's Choice Podcast Awards. Hmm, hmm. 
Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. We are. Oh my god! So there's um some news about that, Jess. Did you know that? Yes. There's. Been- I did. There's there's newness. There's newness around about it. this, and it's begun. And it's here begun. we go. There's been some changes to the nomination process. So I'm not sure. Let's just, because I have a feeling those of you ladies that are listening, ladies and gents that are listening to us at this moment may not really know about the podcast awards. I've been around for a long time. And what happens is basically you just, uh, you kind of get your people to nominate your podcast as, or, or you nominate yourself to nominate your podcast in under a specific you know, whatever genre you fit into. And then after that, the the people who are that used to get like the most votes, if you will, from there are then put on the ballot. And then after you're put on the ballot, then you would have to go like rile up the troops and get all your people to vote for you every day for 15 days. So this... Right. This was a thing that, so that's, I, yeah. that I didn't really like. Of that no, I, stuff. no, it's terrible. It's hard. So I thought, so there's been new things that have been added to this, the, this whole plate, this whole Ta-da! thing. But I, uh, unfortunately, I, I thought that was going to be removed, the whole voting every day. But it was not. But Balls. see, here's a difference. I know. <laughs> now you have to, in order to not apply, but submit your podcast for consideration, there is a submission fee of $10. So mm-hmm. you can... It's not that much. It's not that much. It's, you know, 10 bucks, And I could understand where it's going. The money is actually going to Well, we cover. see where it's going. Yeah, it's we going see to where it's going to be going and it's exciting and all that stuff. So, yeah. So it is a $10 entry fee, if you will. Um, the entry fee also doesn't have to be paid right away. The entry fee can actually be paid throughout the process. So that's an interesting concept uh, around it as well. It's it's just 10 bucks. There's been some podcasts that constantly win and have constantly won every single year, almost in, in the specific genres because they have a really strong community. And so what they've done this year is that they've moved them to legacy, to a legacy status. So so they'll always be net mentioned, (laughs) but it'll give other people the opportunity to win under those genres. Because, you know, like WTF always wins. Well, of course. They always win. He always wins. So and he doesn't even care. And he doesn't even care. So there's a couple of people who podcast and almost every genre that is kind of like that, that like as soon as you see them on the ballot, you're like, well, of course that person's going to win. So they're going to be in a legacy, like legacy shows, and they're going to be honored annually at the podcast award ceremony. And so then there's also another thing that they have too. They have now a podcast award nomination review process. So after you have nominated uh, your show or it's been submitted for sort of nomination, there's going to be a group of like 20 podcaster reviewers, like the 20 podcaster people, and then 20 listener reviewers. And they're going to check out your podcast and give you a weighted like score of things on the total nominations that you get weighted on uh, number two website brand album art mobile if it's mobile ready in show notes your one to your last 10 past episodes will be reviewed subscription <laughs> graphics 
I'm not exactly sure what that means because I thought the website brand album art and mobile ready might be part of it, but I'm not sure what subscription graphics is. But oh, oh, the subscription, like gra- the little it. little graphics that tell people how to subscribe to your podcast. Okay, so subscription. Graphics. I kind of dig that. That's a um, criteria that you're teaching people how to listen. Yeah, that's true. Kind of cool. Subscription graphics, links, RSS, iTunes, and Android. So those little thingies, an email or contact page, web-based podcast player, and the last one, that number seven, is consistency, longevity, and total episodes. So after that, then you know when you're first nominated, you're going. They're going to be sifted out via this. And the last ballot will be created from that. Then, (laughs) oh my God, this is so confusing. (laughs) Then you will have to gather your posse. If you are nominated under the, I don't know, arts and cultures genre, you then have to gather your posse to vote for you again 15 days, as many times as they can, one person no, at a time. once a day. Once Listeners a day. can only vote once a day. Yeah. One listener, one pastor, like one listener once a day. So you basically have to get your entire community to vote for you daily. Uh, and uh, so so there's that. And that's happening. Very, so how do we feel soon. about this? On well, the one hand, I'm very torn about this. Me too. Thing. Me too. On the one hand, I feel like. Yay, support other podcasters. Yay, People's Choice Podcast Awards. Woohoo. And then the yeah. other hand, I'm just like, I hate lobbying for an award. I'm not sure that I feel like has any clout whatsoever in the whole scheme of life. Yeah. Maybe I, this is what it's like to go for an Oscar. But usually what happens is like somebody else is lobbying <laughs> for those you, are not respected. you. Like somebody else is lobbying for you, though. Not you. And I think what's so hard is that this is what. Well, that's what I mean. The Oscars, you have to lobby for yourself. Right. Oh, that. Well, that's true. You have to like suck Maybe it that's up. That's why Leo never won before. We'll see. When he lobbied. Well, here's the thing with the Oscars, though. What happens is you lobby for yourself so that you get the nomination, and then after you get the nomination, then it's up to the, the, the Academy. Academy to right. pick the winner. Whereas with this, that's not the case. You lobby for the nomination, and you have to get your people to do it too. So that no, means you that can just nominate yourself. You can, you have but to lobby remember, for the, the total nominations is going to be weighted. So if more people nominate you for a specific thing, it's going to kind of push you up in the scale to be part of the ballot. So I lobby. Do for- they have to pay for the nomination? No, you do. The owner of the podcast does. What if everyone in She Podcast nominates us, but we don't nominate ourselves? Are we out of the running? No, we just have to pay for eventually, eventually the ten bucks for it to be on the ballot. If that's the case, like we have to make sure that we that our po- that, that there's a submission. I think it's called something like claim or submission process. It says any show wishing to be considered for nomination should register via the registration page and pay via PayPal. The fee is simply to qualify the hosts that want to participate and or be part of the awards process to include showing up for the ceremony or providing a video acceptance speech. And you know Shows what? that don't register will not be considered for a finalist yeah. regardless of how many nominations they receive. And they can register anytime before April 30th. It's non-refundable even if you don't make the final slate. And I have to tell you that one of the reasons this this came up, and I, and I completely understand why he did this too. There's a lot of people who have won in the past that were not interested in the podcast awards at all. Yeah. They won. Pay. Right. And they, nobody showed up. Nobody even acknowledged that they got the thing. There was an award ceremony and like, you know, genre after genre was so-and-so won. 
Well, yeah, Yay. let's look at the past winners. Okay. I mean, like, the past up. winners. Rob has a podcast, Freakonomics, This American Life, Morning Street. Why should they win if they don't care enough to pay the $10 and be eligible? They shouldn't be eligible. Right. They're not going to care. Well, that's exactly, all, I think that that's what yeah. it is. If you care, then you participate. And if you don't, then obviously you have already said you don't care about this. So why does it matter that right. you won? Right. Right. So that's cool. I'm, I'm actually fairly I actually cool like with that. I like that too. I'm and I'm cool. okay with even being nominated and I'm okay with even paying. Yeah. What I'm not okay with is having to ask people to pay every, or, or uh, vote every day. Yeah, that's tough. I really don't like that. Why? Just why can someone vote 15 times? Why should I vote for myself 15 times? Yeah. Isn't once enough? Well, what he says is that then smaller shows that have really active communities could possibly beat a very large show that has a lot of a lot of listeners, but they're not that engaged um, because the smaller shows will be able to mobilize their audience to do something for 15 days um, consistently. And that will kind of bring you to the same level as somebody who has a lot of listeners, but they're not really engaged. Well, so what do we do? Do we want to? I don't know, dude. I'm so torn. And and the thing is, it's so fun afterwards, but it would be like, it's a total, th- we'd have to be begging for the month of April. We'd be constantly going, did you vote? 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 Th- that's- See, I don't want to. <laughs> I know. I don't want to schedule the emails. I don't want to schedule the social media. Right. I don't want to ask people in the group. I don't want to talk about. I mean, I don't mind talking about it on the show like we right. are right now. Well, because this is a thing. But I don't want this to is hammer like, people for this in April. We have other stuff we want to sell in April, like yeah. stuff for Natalie and Team Podcast and John, our editor, and our, and our brunch. Helper. Our yeah. brunch. We are already asking so many things from our people. I don't want to ask them to vote. Listen, here's what we'll do. We will see if we can get nominated. That's what I did when for LC Yoga Class. Sh- yeah. For right now, if you want to nominate us and we're in the running, we will pay the $10. Of course we will. And, Nobody and, else. Yeah, we will plan it. Yeah. We'll pay the $10 and we will happily add it to the email that goes once a week. Yeah. Wait, when does it start? In April. April. I just saw the. I just missed the date. I was it's just in my face. The cl- nominations close on the 30th. But then wait, don't they have to vote after that? Or yeah. Then afterwards is going to be the voting. So listeners will be able to nominate their favorite shows from April 15th to April 30th. So for 15 days at the end of April. So not now in two weeks. There will be nomination process is going to be That's open. It? Well, then what about the voting? The voting is going to start happening. Fifteen. Yeah. It's going to happen 15 days after the ballots are finished. Okay. Voting will commence one week after the slate announcement. Okay. You can nominate us from the 15th to the 30th. We will share the link the day it starts. Maybe I'll even pin it. I don't even know if I'm going to pin it to the top, but we'll share it. And you guys can share it if you want. Like, don't hammer the group. But if you wanted to, that's cool. And then we'll we'll share it. But I don't want to hammer you guys about it because I don't. I'm not going to have hurt feelings if we don't win. And I don't. And I feel more strongly about not hammering you to vote for us than I do about winning an award. That's how I feel about it. Right. I'm flattered if we get nominated, but I'm not going to compromise our community to win. No, because it is just like pushing and pushing and pushing. And the other thing that I was thinking about. I'd rather about, meet you in person in Chicago. Right. See? Me too. Do that. We could, we could even have our own. How about oh. instead of nominating us, you just come to Chicago? That would be rad. Do that. Nominate us and tell us, I'm coming to Chicago. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> that food is going to be off the hook. And that it's place that we're having it. Man, when do you see this place? If you go to the website, when do you see it? It's so oh my exciting. God. Okay, sorry. It's so, it's going to be How so How did I awesome. make that about us? <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, because you're selling, because that's what we have to do. So. Well, because that's what I'm excited about. Not Todd Cochran's People's Choice Podcast. We're not, no offense, Todd. I'm excited about our stuff. Your awards, the winners of your awards so far have not been anybody that I could compete against. And if that, if this year that's different, great. But even so, they're probably all going to be our friends. Right. So therefore, therefore, listeners, do do what you shall. Totally. We love you regardless. We love you regardless. And I'd rather meet you in person. Okay. But then we still have another contest to talk about, which is weird. This is Radiotopia, which you added Okay, but this is a different kind of contest. Give it up for that one. So Radiotopia is doing an open call for story-driven podcast ideas. And I'll just read from their site. They're seeking diverse talent, new voices, and sustainable ideas that clearly align with Radiotopia's mission, which is to support motivated, independent producers and original shows that champion creativity, narrative richness, and high production values. There will be 10 semifinalists. They'll win $300 each, office hours with Radiotopia producers, Hindenburg editing software, and a year-long membership with the media talent network AIR. And then three finalists will be chosen uh, and given $10,000 and three pilot episodes over the course of four months. And then Radiotopia will invite one finalist to join the network next year in 2017. PodQuest pitches because it's called PodQuest. Yes. They will be accepted March 17 to April 17. So we're already late telling you about it. Sorry. So go to radiotopia.fm slash podquest if you are that motivated independent producer and you want to get on radiotopia everything is on there the evaluation criteria the timeline um what you do to submit what you get as a finalist or a winner etc and all the faqs but for those of you who have been dying to get on a network here's your chance here's your chance go for it i know and i believe the winners are going to be announced at podcast movement oh really Mm mm-hmm that's that was exciting. like their light. That was like the last little bit of information that um, from, from podcast movement that was just just came out. I do believe. I did not know that. I know. And How about them apples? I know. So you guys could get a chance to to be among the people. Let me see if I can find that really quickly because I know that they do have that information towards the they sent it on the last email that they had out there well let me just yeah. see if it's on this we are also excited that Radiotopia has chosen Podcast Movement 2016 as a venue to announce the three finalists in their oh, podcast the, the three finalists but the winners at in November okay so the Third three Coast finalists Conference. in their podcast competition so that's pretty cool yes it's extremely so cool so that's going to be really nice so if you guys have you know an idea or something out there Mm-hmm. That is, you know, when I think about this, it was really, it's tough because there's a part of me that's like, oh, cool. But I don't yeah. really have a, I don't no, have like an not, idea. Like there's nothing. I mean. We don't have an original. I have a vision. Like, <laughs> no, I, like there's, like, yeah, like I have a vision about a possible story that I'd like to tell, but not to such a degree that I would spend time crafting it right now. Like I don't have that fire in my belly. I think you need to have that fire in your belly. Like yeah. There's a story. There's something you you just got to get out. There's a story that just needs to come out of your mouth. And listen, a lot or, of you out there have the unique voice for this. Oh, network. yeah, absolutely. So if you if you 
are not sure if you have this in your belly. It doesn't matter. Just get out there and submit for the love and, of all that is yeah, holy. Totally. This is your shot. This is your shot. You only Do get up. one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. <laughs> this opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Yeah, baby, you got to follow it up, Mo, yo, yo. And a little bit more news here. Really, uh, we have a, oh my gosh, we have so many. Okay, so. Yeah, we have a We have a bunch. We have a bunch. So this is for anybody that is in Hollywood. This is again happening on, gosh, everything's happening on the 15th. So this is the podcasting and mobile is like the Wild West. Come tame the beast at Worldwide Radio Summit. Uh, this so Worldwide Radio Summit is happening at the hotel at the Hotel Roosevelt in Hollywood, and on the fifteenth, which is a Friday at four p.m. Pacific Standard Time, there is going to be uh, a conversation all around podcasting and mobile and where these growing platforms and revenue streams are sprouting from. With the right content at partners, you can self-publish and garner a huge mobile audience overnight. Here's the notes and bolts of this dynamic new radio platform. And this is going to be a panel that is going to be moderated by Seth Ressler, uh, digital dot connector at Jacobs Media. And the panelists are going to be Andy Bowers, chief content officer from Panoply Media, Eric Newsom, SVP original content development for Audible, Rob Walsh, VP of Podcaster Relations at Lipson, and Todd Cochran, CEO, Raw Voice slash Blueberry. So it's going to be a really interesting conversation happening in Hollywood. On I didn't April see 15th. any way to get it like virtually. You have no, to go to Hollywood. You have to go to Hollywood. It's going to be there. So, and I believe that this, again, this is a worldwide radio summit. So this is going to be more towards the radio folks. So if those those of you podcasting people that are in Hollywood area attend, it will you will only learn and and hobnob a little bit with the radio peeps, get a vibe, you know, touch base, say hello to Todd, t- say hello to Rob. Yeah, attend. You know. It won't kill you. No, it won't kill you. It no, won't no, kill no. you. Attend. Attend. Huh? Eh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We have a little okay. bit of news from also Libsyn. The Libsyn platform has just updated ID3 tags, which means, you know, for a lot of time, uh, you guys, I'm sure you don't even think about this stuff, but like ID3 tags can now be edited inside of the system. And if you happen to already add your ID3 tags outside, like in iTunes or something, and then you upload, those ID3 tags will automatically be inserted Hooray! into the title and the description of your show. So there's going to be less work done in there. I'll put a link to the tutorial on that. And also Lipson has added some color swatches. So for, especially for the custom player that we use um, for she podcasts, I'm sure that you've seen it. It's like, it's very pretty and you can choose your brand colors and have the color swatches there. So you don't have to sit there and start to find the hex code every single time. And you don't remember what color you picked and all this kind of stuff. Or leave it green, which is always green, and green is nice, but if you want to change it. So there's color swatches that match for that, which is kind of easy, and it's a nice little thing. Oh, my gosh. All right. So you to take a turn here or what? Yeah, you go for it. <laughs> Dude. Okay. Uh, Audible has a blog. Audible. Next item. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Well, the thing that the, this just is... Just kidding. It's so interesting because it's like um, the Audible blog is called Audible Range. Mm-hmm. Explore the world of listening and voice, literature and technology with original reporting, personal stories, playlists, and more. 
It's a lot. It's a lot. It's and a cool blog, but it's a whole lot, a lot. It's a whole lot, a lot. And I'm just going to move this like feedback from Margaret Kelso, who sent us about that uh, up a little bit here so that we can see it. But um, so there is an article over there on the Audible blog that is called From Wells from to Wells um, to um Glass, The Evolution of Radio Speak. Did you get a chance yes, to read that? Of course. Oh I found God. it Talk very about interesting. Talk Basically, the article is saying broadcast standards are changing because we are all changing. There was something, I guess, that used to be called NPR voice where there was no ums, never a stutter. Uh, and it just says in the early days of audio and broadcasting, voices boomed and had a staccato rhythm, a style described as newsreel voice. It was the voice of authority with nasal, non-emotive tones. That was the World War II voice like, today, that's how it goes. Today in the news, Holocaust. People are coming home from the war. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they said, like, there was a thing there where, like, one guy got, like, all, like, you know, his b- voice cracked. Moreau, and, yeah. And then they, everybody got, he got all reprimanded and told, like, stop having emotions. Well, Jeez. right. Yeah, here it is. Commentators were now called analysts. They were not to indulge in editorializing on the air. No CBS reporters were to reveal any emotion or bias. They were not to say, I believe or I think, but just say it is said or there are those who believe. Some experts have come to the conclusion. Da 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 da. Nonetheless, Bill Shire made radio history because Eddie editorialized his broadcast from Nazi Germany. That's awesome. Yeah. He couldn't say, I think, but then he would say, no one who has the slightest idea of the facts of this war believes <laughs> these German propaganda claims. Mm. So he was still discrediting people without saying the words he wasn't supposed to say. Oh, is, wow. I think, or I yeah. No one who has the slightest idea of the facts of this war believes these German propaganda claims. Haha. Mm. Uh-huh. And then he also got pressure from a sponsor's ad agency to tone down the opinion so he could, wouldn't alienate. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? You want to alienate the Nazi <gasps> listeners? Oh my God, get Kill out! Someone. Once France and Berlin Dude. declared war on Germany, the networks agreed their commentators would not discuss how the United States should respond to Hitler because they couldn't because they were news. Anyway, to make a long story short, things have changed and we can say whatever yes, the ball have. sacks we want. Exactly. Yo. And see, and I love this quote that there's all over the place. It says, I think of today's podcast voice and podcasts in general as a new journalism of audio. Mm-hmm. Which is really, it's it's really exciting. Like when I read that, I was like, oh my God, yeah. Because we are so not those people right now, you and I. No, right now. Uh, not no. even close to being those people. And I think no. that's cool. At first, I thought it was going to be an article about saying, um. Yeah, yeah. But thank God it wasn't because I'm <laughs> terrible at saying, I mean, I try so hard not to. Um. But anyway. But no, anyway. But. Um, yeah, so. Oh, wait. Alec Baldwin said his own style had anti-authoritarian roots Mm. and that the style has Ira Glass. He was the father of this new radio voice, they say, has his own style has anti-authoritarian roots, which is so interesting. It's like identity politics. The BBC has been concerned about including more voices of women as well as more people of different backgrounds, I guess, because... They have a specific style and they don't want to scandal it up with a bunch of chicks and people of color, I guess. I don't I know. Yes, Yeah, because people are using... I don't know. If you have a British accent, why do you sound different than a non-person of color? Is there a difference between a 
black British person and a white British person. Like difference fundamentally, yes. Right. But vocally, is there difference? Well, it we talked about that code switching thing. And I think that that has, because I think that has a, the merit of, of code switching. Because I'm sure but that I'm not talking about code switching. I'm just talking about reading the freaking news. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that there is a certain level of like the way that you would read your news would be differently if you were. Do you speak? You don't speak differently. Not usually. No, not me. usually. No. Do you code switch with Randy? He's not a Hispanic. No, but when I talk with my mom, yeah. All so right. it depends well, on who different. your audience is and and where you are. Like if I were going back to you know the neighborhood, it would be a little different. <laughs> the but but and I think that's what's really interesting about the whole um thing is that it's funny how it's been a conscious decision now. Mm-hmm. Like it, yes, we do. There's a lot of us that do a lot of ums and ahs and things like that, right? That that does happen. We all all guilty of that. But there's also been like this shift to be really articulate and really focused on in your speech or whatever, but add specific ums and pauses and ahs to deliberately make it less clean. So that's interesting. What, I mean, what, the thing ahead. is, we don't do storytelling. No, and, we don't. And and I know that we're reading the news the way we just did, like for the last half hour. But <laughs> but Ira Glass is his whole thing is editorializing. He's painting pictures for you yeah. with his words, and we don't necessarily do that. No. Nor am I sure I know how to do it. I mean. We would just sort have to, of. It, yeah. I mean, it, of course. I mean, it's sort of like, you know, if you're writing in your journal, like, you know, stream of consciousness versus sitting down and writing a short story, it would be different. You would just be using two different parts of your brain and you, that's what you would be focusing in. When you and I get behind the microphone, we just go. We have topics and we will yeah. address those things. I'm sure. It's not like Elsie sits in her chair in a cold <laughs> attic in the North Carolina <laughs> mountains. Her hair blowing silently <laughs> behind her. And then have like some wind blowing. Right. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> like, <sighs> and she and she begins. And she Hi, begins. Jess. <laughs> Jessica responds tentatively. I know. See, like it would it would <laughs> so be ridiculous. just a little bit it will be a little bit different, but I mean, we can do that. But I, but that's Iris style. And yeah. I mean that's one way of listening, and another way is just to hear us yak it on out like a regurgitated mess into the toilet. <laughs> but there's something to be said also about and, and you know, I think I saw another article. Was it is this one too? No, it was a different one. How there really isn't a proper journalistic podcast that could compete with radio news where it is the tone of it is very much about delivering the news and having a show that specifically for to be consumed via podcast like still now if there's something happening in the world or there are news coming out we are still going to either tune into the radio or watch the television because there isn't uh, like an, an ongoing credible source, not, I can't say credible, but an ongoing journalistic, consistent, consistent and journalistic, very focused like on standard. Uh, yeah. That, that kind of a journalistic standard. Absolutely. Yeah. You're right out there. And I think that there's absolutely room for that. I feel that that is a place I, I actually would love to do something like that, but I have no journalistic training. I would have to figure out how to not editorialize everything as I tend to do with everything I touch but you know it's like <laughs> but it and I think that then there's a need so if somebody's out there 
and you really love the news and you really love reporting, you could even start local. I think it would really start. Come on, to I mean, work. we just read that whole thing about the podcast People's Choice Awards without editorializing one bit. What are you talking about? I we, mean, yeah, we talked about how we don't like the voting process necessarily, but we didn't exactly like get all into what we thought about like the website and oh, NMX well, and yeah. the the people who've won before. Like we didn't say what we thought of WTA. You know, we right. worry a lot more. Okay, but still. That was a very unbiased, I think, reporting. Do you think so? We didn't Except- present the opposite. Aren't you supposed to also present like the opposite? Like no. what's the second? Totally unbiased would have been if we if we stopped before I said, I don't know how I feel about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that once I started down that road, that was for you and I to talk about how we feel about being nominated and what we want our audience to do. Before that, the whole thing was unbiased. Here's the information. Here's how they're changing the voting. Here's how it works. Here's where to go to find the information. That's uneditorialized. All right. I mean, I think our listeners want to hear what we think. Of and course that's why they we, do. Because that's what them. I think that that's part But I of guess the what charm. I'm saying is you're not giving yourself enough credit. Oh, you can right. off. Okay. You have many times on this show given information that you were not psyched up about. <laughs> that's true. And you've done it with a plum. <laughs> All so right. I, I think you're not giving yourself enough credit. Now, I auditioned for I auditioned for a radio job like a little while ago, like a morning. I remember, radio, and I never heard back from them. So I'm going to go ahead and assume that they didn't like me. But when I listen to the show and I hear the female co-host, who I wasn't, I was going to be her co-host. We, they were replacing the dude, which might be another reason why they didn't choose me. Oh, but she was true. like, they have a very specific same thing as what they were talking about in this article. A very specific rhythm: WMMR, LC on Empowered Women Summit today at ten. Oh, like they have a very, they have a very specific. Hey, if you want to check that out, Wilmington, Delaware, WMMR. The weather thirty eight degrees on a sunny afternoon oh. in Chicago. <laughs> You know, like I, I don't. You did that so well. But what I'm saying is, I didn't send in any audition piece with me doing that professionally because I don't have that because I've never done it. It doesn't mean I can't do it, right? But I'm just saying. I mean, of course I could do it. You could do it as well because I'm a mi- well, first of all because I'm a mimic. That's okay. why I can do okay. it because I'm I'm basically like a professional mimic. I can mimic anything, any accent. If you do it, I can redo it for you. But that doesn't mean I know how to do a British accent. I only have to watch British movies. Then mm-hmm. I can do it. But so what I'm saying is like they still have that on public radio. And and if you notice like First Day Back is a good example because like when I hear Tally do First Day Back, it's a very familiar rhythm. It's a very familiar NPR-like Ira Glass type rhythm. And and it's not to say that she's not original because of course it's original. Right. But there's a style, a standard that I don't know how to meet there unless I heard it over and over and then I could produce that. Yeah, I think you're right. There's a certain I can't put words to the style, but I I get it. I understand it. I understand that it's relaxed, almost. It's like a almost narrative. unemotional, yeah. but but reflective. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. yeah, narrative like you said, but a reflective narrative like you're in the person's head, thinking their thoughts, and they're not upset about these thoughts. No, it's just like a reflection. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's yeah. exactly it. It is. It's sort of like you're in somebody's head, but it's there's a certain level of dis- dispassion. Yes. Like, and even when she talks about being passionate, it's dispassionate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is kind of amazing. But but what what's cool though is because the passion is shown via other clips. Like the passion is interweaved, but not yes. in the narrative. And also even by also. telling you how she felt, I felt sorry that day. Yeah. <laughs> and sad and even hurt. Yeah. But there's nothing. She's dead inside when she's talking to us, which is great. 
I like that's the because term I like you know there's a certain sure. level of it frees the listener up to feel it all. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's what it does. That's a because good then, point. Because what happens when you hear somebody else going through it, at least me, I get a emo- like, I'm like, yes, is she going to be okay? Says, I felt we need to hold. We need that to you hold. feel, you're so right. Right? I'm interrupting you terribly right now. <laughs> but you're so right. When she says, I felt hurt and sad on the inside, like you feel hurt and sad on the inside. Right. Because if she were yelling and feeling hurt, you'd be like, listen to this freak. Or you would be sad and hurt and be like, is she okay? Like you would be right. outside. Is she having you- a nervous breakdown? Should we call her? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, What's no, happening? that's not good. So, yeah. So, so anyway, we've got yeah. that happening. And thank- that was a great article. Thanks, Margaret, for sending it to us. Yes, and I had thanks, learned- Margaret. I already subscribed to the Audible blog via my RSS feed reader, so I'm looking forward to seeing this stuff. Is there any other way of doing it besides that? Because I don't no. read in an RSS feed. It's like that's the only way that I. All right. Well, then I do I'll it. have to hear articles from you. Okay. Yeah, you will. Uh, yes, I will put them in here. So anyway, you had podcast. Podcast. So I showed Elsie this last week, and I guess she didn't deem it interesting enough to put it in our show notes. <laughs> so I went ahead and did it for her. <laughs> Basically, to make a long story short, if you go to podcat.com, what they're hoping to do is create the IMDb of podcasters. So you're already in here, and you can go ahead and search your name, which I'll do right now, Jessica Kupperman. And I spelled it wrong, of course, because I fat-fingered my own name. Oh, and great. so here are all the shows that I've hosted on, and they come up right away. And then explore podcasts. Oh, so so basically nothing else changes. You just get to see whatever shows you've hosted. So if I type in Elsie Escobar, I get Elsie's Yoga Class, The Feed, and She Podcasts. But then underneath it says Explore Podcasts, Explore People. And those spots look like premium spots. And I'm certainly not saying they paid for those spots. But I guess they're just highlighting like popular shows. Because it's like mm. WTF, Getting Dug With High, Joe Rogan. It's yeah. all dudes, of course. Because, it's all the, of course. Because why would it be anything else? So <laughs> Tim Ferriss, Reggie Watts, and like... Um, but anyway, I just thought it was interesting that they're trying to put some type database, some type... I said that all ghetto. Some type of database together. And then there's an about page that says, you know, send us a message if you want to collaborate with podcasters, if you have a podcast, if you want to submit people. Anyway, I just thought it was interesting. It's cool. It's a mention to look at. It'd be really nice to, I I think that it would be, I would love to put my name in there and see all the podcast episodes that I've been on. That is hopefully a next step because, yeah, I don't see that. How bad would that be? I don't see that yet. But I guess it's just something to look at. I guess it wasn't newsworthy now that I see why you didn't put it up there. <laughs> but, but it's cool. Maybe it you will guys be can soon. Go put your names and and the, the way that you do make it newsworthy, though, is if they have the data, right? The only way that yeah. they get the data is if somebody goes to the website and puts their stuff in or submits their show or submits somebody else's stuff. And so that's what we're asking you to do. Maybe make it better or we'll see what happens once you check it out. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But anyway, just keep it on the back burner. Yeah. Now. And uh, so we're going to be moving along now to some really fun things that, you know, we've been doing. Jess, okay, it's on you because this is big. This is big. I'm so proud of you. This is big. Big, big, big. So I got so excited. My arms flailed. <laughs> I finally launched my media agency. It's called J slash K for just kidding. And for my initials. Oh, my JK God. JK Media Agency. The website is jkmagency.com. And basically what we do is help push 
podcasters forward. That's the general mission. The way we do it is through representation. So as a media agency, we're going to be a liaison between you and sponsors. So basically, we're going to represent you, help you get sponsors and advertisers, pitch for you, talk to advertisers for you, and run the whole schmagoogle in the background using project management and stuff like that. We're doing strategic consulting. So we will help you grow if that's what you're going for. Figure out a business strategy if that's what you're going for. So we have business planning services, creative and design services. So if you need media kit, if you need a refresh on your website, if you need business cards or something for an upcoming event, help you with content creation. So if you need a creative spin or if you're just launching from scratch or if you want to be unique because everyone else has a business entrepreneurial interview show, <coughs> then you should call <laughs> us. And um, and we can put together a unique content strategy for you. And so I'm really excited. So I've so gotten um, some interest in, in being represented. I've gotten some interest in people wanting to know how to monetize their show. They may not be ready for sponsors and advertisers, but they just don't know what to do in order to start monetizing. And so I'm putting together a database so that I can start pitching people. And I'm so excited. So I've been wanting to do this for so long. And actually, I have to thank Katie Kremitzos because she's the one that was like, you should do a course about this. You should, like, do this. And I was like, you think? <laughs> never even occurred to me. Dude, it's so I was good. So busy. I was so busy trying to help people with their brand. It never occurred to me to help people get sponsors and advertisers. But it does turn out I'm relatively good at it. People who have bought that course in our shop have come back and said they got a sponsor within, like, three days. I know. Or a week. It's kind of nuts. I think I'm good at it, you guys. You are good at it. You are totally good at it. And what I love is that it uses all like the genius stuff that you do, like the whole branding thing and the whole business planning thing aspect of it. Like it seems to me that this is sort of like a culmination of all of the little things that you do really, really well into one package. Yes. And I love that. Although Elsie does the content creation because she is a genius at that. (laughs) Everything else. Everything well, else. Everything else. No, but everything else is, you know, strategically placed with the right person for the job. Yeah. But I do the yes, I do the business planning and and I pass off the stuff to the other geniuses. So Elsie is included in this agency for the thing that she does the the bestesses and I you know, when there are project managers in need, I will not be doing that part. Other people will manage the projects of keeping your advertisers reported to, keeping the ads coming and going, et cetera, and so forth. So lots of services. So please check it out, jkmagency.com. I would love to talk about helping you move forward either by figuring out a business plan or representing you and getting you some friggin' ads. I know. And plus her website or this website is awesome. And it's very Jess, of course, with all of the... I <laughs> love all of those pictures that you put in there of the old school peeps, black and white photos. Oh, like goofy. Goofy things and, and tons. Like, it's just really, really clear. This is what Jess does actually the, the best people, if you guys want to do this, is that she really encapsulates in the physical, not even the... I can't say the physical, the visual digital brand the essence of the person that's doing it. So even though there might be other people like with agencies, kind of, because there are, there's, there's a very specific thing. When you look at Jessica's stuff, you immediately go like, it's totally her. Mm -hmm. Or with the stuff that I've seen you do for other people, like that's what I see. It's totally them. Mm -hmm. So that is, I think one of your genius because yes, that, that's like that. my magic dust that I sprinkle on. Yeah, it it and it's not like cookie cutter. Like, which is what no, that's what never. drives me nuts. It's like people tend to use templates, and then mm-hmm. you get a client and you template them, and you'd use the template that you use all the time. 
Yep. But then that template may or may not resonate with them, but they're doing it because it's easier. It's yep. a lot harder to do what you do, but you make it easy. Um, and so I'm, I'm just, I just love it. I can't even wait. And I hope you guys don't pass up the chance. If you guys are really serious about this, you need to go to our website. Cause it's like, and that check least it out. The and I'm putting the too. portfolio up. So if you do need design help, you'll be able to see some, there's a little bit of like taste of our work and like some media kits, but I have so much more that I've done just in the last year that I want to show like websites and other stuff. So Check it out. And if you need my help, please let me know. I want to help you right now. And especially before like podcast movement where we're all going to be together. You want to like have your best foot forward if you're trying to get advertisers. Yeah. Do it, so yo. let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do and it. And then Elsie, tell them about your new – you've just been in like your happy bubble. I have been in my happy bubble. Creating this course. <laughs> so I, I created a master class actually for Casey Lightbody. Which is really interesting because she works specifically with introverted women. And I was like, when she said that, and that was one of the, because I get asked to be in like telesummit type things or, or summits because this isn't really a telesummit specifically because it's not an, uh, like a, a phone thing. And usually I, I'm just not a fan. I'm just not, it's not my thing. But because she works with introverted women and she said, I think our women can really talk about like you just with podcasting and the voice, you need to do this. And I was like, okay, because she totally spoke my language. I was like, I want to do this anyway. So I've been sitting around and and basically created this master class on, which is kind of, you know, you, well, you said to change the name, but at this moment, the name is like really long. (laughs) It's the heart of audio and podcasting, a whole body approach to your voice. Because when I talk about podcasting and audio and the voice in this masterclass, I don't do it from the perspective of teaching you podcasting. Like I don't, that's not what this is about. This is not about teaching podcasting. It's not about, you know, any kind of content strategy with podcasting or how to be creative in podcasting. This is about using audio and podcasting to transform your voice or to really get to that the essence of who you are using your voice particularly for those of us who don't speak up and i use a variety of different tools for doing this and all of them involve you physically mm-hmm. speaking out and recording and listening to yourself and it also includes doing a lot of exercises with what i call you know the voice imprint and how that is what keeps people coming back to hear you. It's that little thing that embeds in the listener and how you that you can actually work at that. It's not like you will always be, you know, boring or you will always be too brash or whatever. Or always sound like an ex-smoker. Yeah. <laughs> it just so I've been Or really, South Jersey numb nuts. Exactly. You can you can <clears throat> articulate and play around with all of the things that makes you your voice sound as rich as it can be with all of these different aspects. So I've been in my happy place. I got to tell you that for me, this class, this like master class has, is sort of like the, the helm or the fulcrum of what I vision to be an entire course around this process of self-inquiry really. Cause that's what it is. So I'm, I've been so happy doing this. I can't, it's extremely introspective. Wait, that's not introspective, but, but also empowering. Mm-hmm. It was a cool. I saw the slides. I have not seen her teach it, obviously, but I saw the slides, and it's awesome. The content is awesome. My face just blew right. <laughs> just 
flew right off my head. And and I've never taught this before. So if you guys want to check this out, this is actually not out yet. It's going to be, you're going to be able to take the masterclass, actually. Uh, You need to go over to themarketingsummitonline.com. That uh, website at this moment will be live on April 4th, which is when this when this um, episode goes live, uh, themarketingsummitonline.com. And again, you know, if you are an introverted woman, um, Casey speaks your language. And it, it's really mm-hmm. interesting because she serves, yes. talk about niche, man. She really is talking just to the ladies who don't ever speak up and are soft-spoken and quiet. And I was just like, Why this... does introverted have to mean soft-spoken? Well, it like depends on, on well, the quiet <laughs> ones. You should see like some of the, 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 when you go to her website, that's another thing too. Like when I went to her website, the, all the languaging that she had around, around what she does either is going to rock your world or it's going to make you like step away really quick. Like there. It's either going to – it's so clear, the mm-hmm. woman that she serves. So when I read it, I was like, oh, wow. But I'm sure that there's people who are going like, I'm not that person because I am not that. <laughs> right. So um, I really – I just really dug it. But anyway, if you guys want to check that out very, very soon, I'll, I'll be talking about it a little more because I'm very proud. I'm really proud. It's like the thing that's come out of me. It's like my baby. Yeah. That came out. <laughs> That part was a little graphic. It but was a little graphic. I'm so excited for you because it's awesome. Yay. And I think that we've like wrapped it up today, dude. We've been talking for like over an hour of all the stuff. It's like it was all news, 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 news. I know. Today was an all news day. Yes. What can you do? That's how it rolled today. Sorry, dudes. We don't have any any like, you know, mindfulness crazy things that have happened to us, but. No, we will discuss today. But let me just make sure there isn't anything we're missing that we have to tell you. Uh, No, no. Okay, so uh, then an extra thank you to Audio Editing Solutions and my buddy John, who I co-host OffInTheWeeds.com with. Um, People think we're funny, I think, but check him out. Also, if you need an editor, he is extremely professional and actually is constantly hawking me to stop fidgeting. So that he can get better sound out of this show and that show. And I'm sorry I've answered my pants to both of you. <laughs> and then also Rebecca Council, who's been helping me so much. She's CLR Virtual Connections. And she's been helping us with PSFW, with podcasting school, making sure that it's perfect. And also thank you to Darlene at DarleneVictoria.com. She's going to be helping us with some admin stuff too. And if you would like to volunteer to help us with some admin stuff, send us an email at info at shepodcast.com because I have so much stuff to do and it's never enough, never enough people to help. So thank you so much for listening. Check us out, shepodcast.com. Don't forget to go to shepodcast.com forward slash PM16 for the early bird. That's what we want you to do today. If you don't do anything else, shepodcast.com slash PM16. Yes. For the love of all that is holy, meet us in person. We love you. And we mean it. We do mean it. It's going to be fun. I love you. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye.